What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. RUNGK Yo, what's good everyone? Welcome back to NFL Week 6 on Winning Picks Weekly. My name is John Malika, co-host of the Nick Chats Etc. Pod. As always, I'm joined by my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, Greg Albert. What up, Greg? What's going on? John Ray for another week of gambling. Yeah, you can catch us on uh, Greg Hops on the Jets Pods uh, at Knicks, Jets, ETC, YouTube. You're probably here for Winning Picks Weekly. We've got the Jets. We've got the Knicks going. Their season just started. Uh, Alex going there. Just hop on, like, and subscribe on our Apple, our Spotify. It'd be much appreciated. And let's yes, get this rolling, dude. Let's get this rolling. Greg, what did you learn from week five, man? What did I learn from week five? That I said it going into it. I've been saying it a few times. I think the Lions can stay within three of anybody. Apparently not the Patriots. Apparently not the Patriots. I don't know if it's because Patricia was over in Detroit and it was a little revenge game for him. I don't know if it's because Bill Belichick has Jared Goff's number from the Super Bowl. I don't know what happened, but that offense went from first in the league to last in the league, putting up zero in Foxborough last week. So, dude, I learned that. I learned the Jets can hang with just about anyone, it feels like. I mean, we absolutely whomped the Miami Dolphins. Sauce Gardner is the real deal. I learned that some of my futures are looking good. Sauce got that pick I needed for the over one and a half, so I'm one pick away from that. Defensive Rookie of the Year, that's looking okay. Offensive Rookie of the Year is looking okay with Brees Hall. Your boy Damian Pierce is up there. He's having a good season so far. So some of these preseason bets are looking all right. We were talking before we even started. Najee Harris under rushing yards looks okay. Um, There was one other rushing one that I had that was looking okay too. It was uh, Derrick Henry under 1,300 rushing yards. Not not terrible, but also not he hasn't had any crazy games so far. So couple good ones there that are rounding into form as we head into week six here what about you what'd you learn from week five i love it man i I love i love all that i gotta start with the jets you mentioned the jets i was there at jet life stadium yes and dude that was the first time ever 
really experienced a home field for us. It was awesome. We There were so many Dolphin fans. And by the end, they're literally taking their clothes off, telling me it's hot. It's hot. Literally taking <laughs> off Miami jerseys in MetLife Stadium is amazing. Yeah. Jets can hang. I'm also going to Lambeau. So we'll get to that. I'm gonna be biased. On, I'm gonna be biased on the jet stuff uh, on this episode today, riding high. So we'll talk about that. But what I learned objectively, dude, I I don't think the Lions can hang. I finally bit the bullet. They've become my Eagles. Not this year's Eagles, but general Eagles, where I'm like, nah, 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 and they're always covering. And then once I get on, they stink. That's exactly how I feel about the Lions. They're frauds the whole way. I've just been on the wrong side of them, but they're frauds in my opinion. I learned a little bit about the London games. I thought I could be sneaky uh, by betting against uh, the London teams coming off a bye. Yep. And as I as I predicted, they're going to go one and one, and I'm not going to learn anything. That's exactly what happened. It was close. It was close to being zero and two, right? Because the Seattle, the, uh, the Saints barely covered Seattle. That was definitely a close one. Yeah. Both teams too. There was, both teams were down in the fourth quarter, or tied in the fourth quarter. Like, there's definitely some rust there, but you know, Saints were able to cover. So, I guess like to your point, we didn't really learn too much. They're one on one right now. There's a Taysom Hill game too, but we did learn that yeah. they, the teams run out of gas in the second half. So yeah. that's definitely something to keep in mind. Also, dude, this Tennessee Titans team. It's funny that you mentioned Derrick Henry. They just win ball games. Yeah. I, I, I don't like them. Nobody wants to watch them play, but they win ball games. It's something to keep in mind, honestly. That division was, is going to be the new NFC East, in my opinion. The AFC South is going to be fun to watch. All these teams are so mediocre, but they're actually fun. They're like the Mac. <laughs> the, yeah. the, the new NFC East of, or of the AFC, you want to call them, but that, that, that's how it feels for me right now. Yeah, uh, I was watching, uh, was it Vegas Sports Insiders Network, the VEASAN thing. I was watching Follow the Money today and, uh, they had one of the guys over who's like the one of the head gambling, like managers at the Circa. And he was talking about, uh, Sunday one o'clock rolls around and they get like the up to the minute, uh, information on like how much handles on each game. And he said by the one o'clock kickoff, like he woke up and the line was a pick 'em in the Washington, Tennessee game. And there was so much money on Washington. He had no idea why, <laughs> couldn't figure it out. So he, he's like, I got to enjoy the Green Bay Packer Giants game. But then at one o'clock, he was like, I was just sweating out Washington, Tennessee. He's like, I didn't want to. I couldn't believe that I was like t- intently watching that game, but I was because so much money was on Washington. And he said he can't, he still can't figure out why. And to your point, Tennessee just freaking wins, man. They get it done. So Washington's bad. Let's start off here as a perfect transition into the Thursday night game. I've been doing great on prime time, so I'm back on prime times. I didn't get KC right, but to be honest with you, oh, there is one last thing I learned, and it has something to do with the prime time, and I wanted to take note of this. And I also want to keep a note of this during this whole episode because it's going to help me out and it's going to sway me. Specifically, desperate teams that need a win going into a bye week, you got to okay. take it. You got to take especially if they're dogs. Like I looking at that Oak, I, the, uh, I regretted the Vegas Raiders every time I looked, cause it was like locked in right for the show and for our, you know, our, 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 yeah. Pool. yeah. I, and 
There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing I can do about it. I regretted it the whole time. Yeah. So that's another thing. I'm going to keep a tab of that. But let's start one with last off. one last thing I learned. Sorry, before we finish up, what I learned from week five. You were talking about how you're having a you were used to have a tough time picking with the Eagles. My whole thing was the Falcons. We had a problem with the bird teams. I'm making the Falcons more complicated than it needs to be. They're five and zero against the spread. They get absolutely murdered in the first half of every game, and then they come back and score a bunch of garbage points and cover a big spread. So from now on, I'm just taking Atlanta. Don't think, just throw. They also might be. I know you liked about the first halves in college. I'm looking at a little half first half parlay this week, betting against Atlanta and betting against Arizona because there's two teams that start so slow every week and then end up going bonkers in the second half. So that's another thing I learned. Just stop overthinking Atlanta. Just take Atlanta every week until they start not covering. Oh, you're muted. Atlanta's been a sharp bet all year. My fault. My fault. Yeah, it's all good. Okay, actually, Greg, before we transition here, I'm going to stop. I have to go. My laptop died, and I have to sign out of work right now. So okay. Just, should I pause the recording? Yeah. All right, I, we can go back to the part where you said I'm muted, too. So I could just, I'll just go into that whole part, and we'll just go. All right. So I'll, yeah, that's fine. I'll pause it. We'll start it back up from there. I mean, yeah, man. Atlanta has been the sharp side uh, this entire year so far, so... Let's get into it with this Thursday. I mean, everybody's been talking about it for the last week. We know another terrible Thursday night game, but hey, at least there's football yeah. on a Thursday night. That's what we're at right now. It's the Pardon My Take showdown. The Washington Commanders at the Chicago Bears. Let's call this a pick em. All right, one and a half. Let's just call it a pick yeah. here. Who do you think is going to win the game? I'm just going to go with the home team. Uh... I like nothing about either of these teams. I could see why it should even out at both of these teams being two and four and Chicago being three and three doesn't look right. But I think Chicago could put this together. I don't have any real thoughts on this game. Do you? Um, no, I'm just looking real quick because 13th. Okay. I was looking to see if either of these teams had a buy. Next week, because you're talking about earlier, you're talking about like bad teams kind of going into a bye and that whole thing. I don't think either teams, I think both teams play next week. So, uh, for me, this is a heart pick for me. I think both these teams are not great. I think Washington just needs it more. I think that they had some weird comments this week with Ron Rivera and, you know, a reporter asking him, you know, what's wrong with the team. And he said the quarterback play. And then apparently he called Carson Wentz because he was like, oh, they just, they took, the reporters took me out of context. And it's like, I don't know, man. It's tough to take a comment like that out of context. It was pretty straightforward on what the question was and what you said in, in response. So, um, I think that if Washington has a, is, is going to have any pulse, they have to win this game. Um, I took Chicago. To have the worst record in the NFL, if that's going to happen, Washington's going to need to beat them. So it's a little bit of a biased heart pick instead of a head pick. But also, too, I think there's a lot of money on us. Uh, misremembering this, let me pull up the money on this right now. So I think when I looked earlier today, I was surprised. Everybody's on the Bears. 75% of the money's on the Bears. Like, how can you be that confident? 66% of the bets, 75% of the money's on the Bears. To me, how can you be that confident? 
<laughs> um, I think I, I fade the public on this one. Take Washington. I don't know if it's really a hold your nose pick. I don't know. We don't do them on prime time, but with both these teams, it seems like a hold your nose pick. So give me Washington in this one. Yeah, both these teams just stink. Yeah. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Let's go into the one o'clock slate. And let's just start, let's just start here with the New York Jets, man, because sure. that, that's all I care about right now. Uh, the Jets are legit, a legit team. They won their first home game versus division team versus division team in two years. First home game of the year. Everybody's screaming that they won against their third string quarterback, but the only reason he was in is because we injured Teddy Bridgewater on the first play of the game. I mean, we, and it wasn't a dirty play. We injured him off a play that we recognized. We had sauce with the safety. I mean, we're incredible. a real team, man. We're a real team. I, I don't know what else to say. I don't know, man. I was in a, I was in a Miami live stream on YouTube today and it was like seven people all on Zoom yelling at each other about the Miami Dolphins and, Man, even in years where we were bad, I never felt like there was that much controversy because half the room was like, we're fine. Half the room was like, we stink. Half the room was like, oh, it's just because Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater isn't going to put up 40 points on us. Like, it's crazy. They were talking about the O-line. Some people are saying the O-line's not that bad. We we got 16 quarterback pressures. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater or not, maybe it's 13 because he doesn't hold the ball that long for a couple plays. Dude, the Jets are firing all centers, all cylinders. The defense looks good. We had some complaints early in the season about certain position groups. They've gotten it together. The secondary, especially the safeties, are rounding into form. The linebackers are playing well. The offense looks like it's humming under Zach Wilson. I mean, I don't know who it was that was tweeting out the quarterback efficiency ratings when there's a clean pocket. Zach Wilson, far and away the best in the league. I know it's only two games, so it's a small sample size, but if we keep a clean pocket, Elijah Vera Tucker for MVP, <laughs> we keep a clean pocket, I think we're looking in a good spot. I got Green Bay, or I got the Jets in this one, plus seven and a half, going to Green Bay on the road. I got this as my hold my nose pick of the week. It's a lot of points. I don't really know why it's so many points. I don't think you're going to need to hold your nose, but take the seven and a half, hold your nose, lock it in New York Jets for me. So Green Bay is a team that was across the pond last yep. week. They don't have a bye, but they came off a big loss, right? So everyone is up in arms. Aaron Rodgers has this thumb injury. He didn't practice today. That yep. came out of nowhere. So I'm already ready for that excuse. If the Jets are able to somehow upset Did you see Green his Bay. press conference? Do you see his press conference? I think it was before they left London was talking about how other players in the team, other players in the locker room are already talking, Jair Alexander in particular, talking already about how if we lose to the New York Jets, that we're in big trouble, like we should, we should be nerdy. Like They're already worried about losing to the Jets and they haven't even left London yet. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that somebody, is crazy to me. The reporter asked, asked him, 
you know, you just lost to the Giants. Like, are you worried about the season? Now he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we'll be worried if we lose to the Jets. <laughs> like, all yeah. right, bro. Sounds good. So seven and a half is crazy. The, the games after, are not, something we did learn is every game is close in the fourth quarter. And they are running close out of gas. Fourth quarter, and they go over, right? I was six, six and one to the over. So it's a it's a pretty decent over in this one too, I believe. Forty five, I think, is what it was. Listen, are we taking Jets in the over? It's forty five. It moved from forty four to forty five. Yeah, I kind of like. I mean, personally, I'll be taking Jets money line and oh, the obviously. over. Yeah, obviously, I'm taking Jets. Um, I'm not. I'm not going all the way to freaking Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'm not taking Jets money line, bro. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, forty five, seventy percent of the money's on the over already. You know, in fact, I'm so high on the Jets that my Hail Mary parlay today is just a feel good Jets parlay. Everything has to, everything that should go good for the Jets is going to go good for the Jets this week. I like that's that. my Hail Mary parlay. vibes. But we'll get there later. But you know, let's, let's kind of stick on that same trajectory here and talk about the AFC East at 1 p.m. And dude, a game that, you know, what's like crazy, a game that this, in a crazy world, if this was week 17, this would be an amazing game. I think this would be like for, it could be possible for a wild card spot, you know, or like, you know, New England, if they had a healthy team at Cleveland, if they had Deshaun Watson in, like this is a legit game if the defense was healthy. Right now, they're both two and three. It, I, I think it's, I think both teams actually desperately need to win this game in, in some weird fashion. Cleveland cannot fall behind in the division with Cincinnati and the Ravens looking good. And New England, this they, they gotta start, they gotta start thinking a wild card spot at this point. Right now, it's a field goal game. Cleveland at home, minus two and a half. This is begging you to take Cleveland, in my opinion. This is a what am I missing pick of the week? The, okay. only, the only thing that really scares me here, man, and I don't want to take New England. I'm not going to take New England just out of principle, but I'll tell you why I'm actually nervous about this game If as a better. Bill Belichick knows Jacoby Brissett, and it's all about defense for him. They're not I, – I know, like, the scoreboard looks like they absolutely, you know, demolished the lines, but it was all about the defense. You know what I mean? They're creating turnovers. They're getting the ball in, you know, great field position. It's easy to score like that. And I think that's going to happen – with Jacoby Bursett, however, they're just going to run it. So it's just going to be like, can the Patriots actually play run defense? Nick Chubb's best running back in the league by far. Kareem Hunt is a beast, man. And I wonder if Jacoby Bursett could finagle something. It's just really Belichick versus Bursett for me. And that's, it, that's what actually worries me. So that has, I guess that, that's what I'm missing. So um, maybe I won't make this one. I think that's what I'm, like, that's, that's why it's such a weird line. Like if this was, the New England Patriots with a different head coach, I think this would be seven and a half. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to look up to their uh the Jonathan Jones. Is that their rookie cornerback that they have over there in New England? No, not a rookie, seventh season. Um dude, their defense has been playing so well the last few the last few games. They're really rounding into form. And I mean, to me it makes sense, like uh you know, bringing back uh Patricia and I know he's supposed to be on the offensive side, yada, yada. But, dude, he's a defensive guy at heart. Their defense is coming through. Does the defense travel? That I'm not too sure about. 
Um, I know you're talking about Bill Belichick versus Jacoby Brissett. Dude, for me, it's kind of like Bill Belichick versus Stefanski. Like, he's had some weird calls. He's had some questionable play calling so far this season. They obviously blew the game against us, you know, up a zillion points with a minute 30 to go. We came back and won that game. Like, Bill Belichick isn't going to be making mistakes, and Stefanski might be making mistakes. in a two-and-a-half-point spread in a must-win game for both teams, you can't be making mistakes like that. So, for me, it's take the points, take the Patriots. We don't know where Mac Jones is going to be. It might be Zappy again, but, dude, the run the run game has been looking pretty good for them. Was it Damian Harris? Um, yeah, hurt with a hamstring. But, dude, Ramondre Stevens has looked really good. They always have running backs there. You can never really rely on one guy because there's always a few there that end up doing pretty good. The offensive line, I think, has been playing pretty good for them. So, you know, I think it's a defense against Judon. I think it will tie for the league in sacks right now. I had him last year to lead the league in sacks. So it's killing me that he's coming along this season. I don't have it. Welcome to my life. Always one year off. (laughs) Yeah, so... Um, yeah, to me, it's New England Patriots. The money's kind of split on it. Where the money's not split is the over. 85% of the money's on the over 43 points. I don't know if I see that because I, I think both these defenses both are pretty good. And both quarterbacks think. Yeah, Jacoby Brissett's <laughs> not going to be lighting anyone up. Zappy would yeah. be lighting people up if he's still at Western Kentucky, but he's not. He's in the NFL. He's playing with big boys. He's got Miles Garrett and whoever else on their team. I don't know if Davian Clowney's healthy. There's going to be a lot of running. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of running. To me, I don't know why 85% of the money is on the over, but we're picking sides here. I'm going New England plus two and a half. I like the under there. All right, let's just finish off. Let's just Same. finish off the AFC East. You got Minnesota. Oh, well, not at the one o'clock. Yeah, at one o'clock. Minnesota at Miami. Miami plus three and a half. They're reeling off that Jets loss. They got absolutely smacked at MetLife. We just talked about it. Franchise altered. Ping pong table is out. Took him out of the facility after that Jets loss. You know what's hilarious? The, my, the Miami Dolphins are reeling and the Jets are on this high where we have the same exact record. In the same record. <laughs> so Miami's at home, plus three and a half. Tyreek Hill looks banged up. I think Xavier Howard's coming back. It's a little early so in the week. We're not sure if Byron Jones is coming back. Uh, Armstead, who knows? What am I missing here, dude? This is my one of my missing pick of the week because I don't get why it's only three and a half points. Skylar Thompson is a seventh round pick. I mean, granted, he was good. It was a TCU. He was okay. He wasn't great. He wasn't lighting anyone up. And now he's supposed to be cover three and a half points in his first NFL start against the NFC North leading four and one Miami or uh, Minnesota Vikings. I just don't understand why the point spread so low. I think that means take Miami. 72% of the money's on Miami, John. What am I missing? Wow, I what am not, I missing? I would, not, I would not have guessed that. <laughs> yeah. If like 80% of the money was on Minnesota, I'd be like, okay, maybe you got to hammer Miami here. You know, most of it looked pretty good. You know, the defense, they have got no pressure at all this season, but maybe it was Xavier Howard coming back. You can match him up on Jefferson. Or maybe <laughs> yeah, they don't, that? and maybe they double team Jefferson and lock down feeling. Okay. Dude, 72% of the money's on Miami. I'm taking Minnesota minus three and a half and I'm fading the public. That's a deal. That's a deal. 1 p.m. Cousins 1 p.m. Dude, he gets his superpowers. I mean, that's easy for me. It's my first best bet of the week. It's a what am I missing game, but I think I'm so right on it 
then it has to be a best bet. How is it only three and a half? So here's so here's here's the the last nugget here. The Vikings have a bye next week. So is this like a yo, we're not gonna we don't care about this game, we're just gonna roll into this bye week, or is this a we need to go five and one going into the bye? Yeah, it's like, dude, the Packers, everyone's writing off the Packers. If they beat the Jets this week and we lose, we're tied with the Packers. We just have a tiebreaker against them, but we, we're both four and two. Like, it's we got to win. We got to stomp this team out. They're healthy. Jefferson's healthy. Cook, I know he had a shoulder early in the season, but he's been looking pretty good. I think he had two touchdowns last week. Dude, they got to keep rocking. They got to keep rolling. I just don't get why it's three and a half, and I definitely don't get why everyone's betting Miami. I feel yeah. like I'm missing something. Yeah. That is funny. The, the Hills hurt. Yeah, Hills in a walking boot. Like <laughs> you said, Jones might not be playing. That's why I was trying to look at the injury report before I started going on my tangent here. Because I, I was Jones. Jones, we're gonna find out last minute always. Because he, he well, that's the thing with with all this stuff. I'm sure it's all game time decision stuff, but I think, still, I think Xavier Howard might actually actually come back. So. Moser didn't practice with the knee injury that today. Like, dude, they're banged up. All right. Jumping to a really interesting game, man. And talk about weird lines. Last time I checked, the Jacksonville Jaguars smacked the Indianapolis Colts. Now, <laughs> Jacksonville is at Indy. Last time that happened, Indy just needed it to make the playoffs. And the lowly versus the lowly Jaguars, that didn't happen either. We laugh every time this game's over. But yet, Indianapolis is minus one and a half at home. Their injury report still looks bad. This is my one of my missing pick of the week. (laughs) Because, dude, like, one Jacksonville, one bad game by Jacksonville and it's over. Everyone's out. right? I mean, the four fumbles by Lawrence, like, could you... Can we just throw that game in the trash? Like, it, it was a terrible game. He's not that guy. No problem. What was your stat with Jacksonville versus Houston? Jack, uh, Houston's 5-0 and in the last five games. I had Houston money line last week. That was an easy bet. I mean, it wasn't really, but still, it felt easy. <laughs> never in doubt. Never in doubt. The six and a half was never in doubt. Six but, and a half was never. And Houston had a bye. So that was like that desperate team going into a bye. Oh, and yeah. three and one versus a team that they always beat. They had, they had to win that game. And, you know, uh, Jacksonville just went on a little skin here. I think they actually get it right against the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not even joking. I, I, I love the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. The Colts are so banged up. Like, I, 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 and they beat them every single week. I, I legitimately have no clue what I'm missing. <laughs> I don't either, John. And I unfortunately have a last week on college football, I made. On the college football episode, if you don't follow, check us out on the Knicks, Jets, et cetera, YouTube. Like and subscribe. Check out the college episodes. Check out the NFL episodes. We do them every week. At Jim Murphy 7 is on the on the college episodes. At Jim Murphy 7 is on the college episodes. We're also on podcasts. Anywhere podcasts are available. Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff. I made... A line in the sand bet with Oklahoma <laughs> last week. Oh my God. And I said, weeks, Oklahoma plus nine and a half. They're going to come out. They're going to come out banging. If they don't, this is my line in the sand game. I'm never betting Oklahoma the rest of the season. In fact, I might bet against them the rest of the season. This is my line in the sand game for the Indianapolis Colts. Don't. If they can't do it this week, 
I'm writing them. I can't pick them the rest of the season. They Don't do stink. It, Don't they do suck. That. Don't do that because they're going to lose this week and everyone's going to write them off. And you're just, you're riding the public wave right now. You're go, you're you thinking you're making a hot take where you're riding the public wave, Greg. Everybody's off on Indy. They stink right now. And then they're gonna lose to Jacksonville and it's gonna be over. Everyone's gonna pull the plug on Indy. It's all over. Two, three, and one, the most disgusting record anyone's ever seen. Oh, so and gross. then <laughs> they're gonna come back and they're gonna win a game. And then they're gonna be three, three, and one. And oh, everything's fantastic again. Like that's a that's a phenomenal record. So I wouldn't go that far. Just let's take it week by week here, right? This is this is winning picks weekly because at the Titans, Titans coming over after a bye, everyone's gonna want everyone's gonna want to take the Titans, and the Colts are gonna cover. So let's just go week by week here. What do you got? Are they gonna beat the Jacksonville in your in your line in the sand game, or are, is Indy just gonna be who we think they are? Shaq Leonard playing. I don't know, dude. Concussion slash back slash nose slash everything, bro. Jonathan Taylor's still not practicing after a week off. That's not good. Give me Jacksonville. I'm with you. Instead of being Johnny Public, let me let me shake that out of my head. Has- uh, you know, I was brainwashed by the public. You brought me back 60% <laughs> of the money's on Indianapolis. You're right. They're going to lose this game to Jacksonville. And then next week, everyone's going to be off Indy. They're going to win. <laughs> That's just how they do it. You got to just zig and zag. I was zagging and zigging. You have to zig and zag. And the Titans, right? Titans always win. Coming off a bye. Indy stings. It's going to be it's gonna be a division game. Indy's going to be getting a, a zillion points. And Indy's going to be a, a nice play next week. Fun fact about this game, 96% of the money is on the under 42 and a half. I kind of like the 96. Over. I kind of like the over. 96. Because <laughs> yeah, these are turnover machines, both these, both these guys. Also, yeah. Hines is, is injured too. So if no, there's no Taylor, no Hines, I might be the running back. Yeah, San, Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Oh my. Shout God. out. San Francisco at Atlanta. This might low key be the best game of the 1 p.m.s. Is it? No. What do you think the best oh, game is? Did we not talk about it yet? I don't know. I think there's a chance that Cincy New Orleans gets okay, weird. So Okay, okay. So yeah. San Francisco for up till now, I think this is the best game, a uh, best game of the one PMs. Oh yeah, minus the Jets because obviously the Super Bowl Jets. San Francisco 49ers. I just think Atlanta stinks, but I have to stop doing that because they're five and zero against the spread. I repeat, they're undefeated against as, the spread, which is all we care about here on a gambling show. The 49ers at the Falcons. Falcons plus five and a half at home. Greg feels some type of way about the Atlanta Falcons being undefeated. Are you, are you just going to ride them until until they lose? I'm wearing my red for them, John. I got the red. I got the black chair. I'm a, I'm Atlanta out, baby. Let's go future. I'm all about Atlanta. <laughs> Give me Atlanta plus five and a half. They're going to suck in the first half. They're going to come back and they're going to score. San Francisco's getting a little beat up, maybe under the radar, maybe not. Someone, I forget who, a linebacker on their team maybe, went on the injured reserve this week. Nick Bosa's a little banged up. Dude, give me Atlanta plus five and a half. It's too many points for this team. They're going to run, run, run the ball until they score two meaningless touchdowns in the fourth quarter. <laughs> I, I, I have to give you credit, man. You've been the number one Russell Wilson hater this whole time, and now you're riding, now you're riding the future train. <laughs> I, I, uh, 
I respect that. I respect the the hate. I've never been more right about anything than Russell Wilson. Suck. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. I'm riding with you. There's weird line movement, weird percentages on Atlanta. All the money's on Atlanta, but the but the bets are almost the same. Atlanta doesn't lose against the spread. Everybody loves San Francisco. Everybody last week taking San Francisco to go to the Super Bowl. Everyone just take it easy. Atlanta covers games. You see that money. You see that money line percentage? Ninety four percent of the money is on Atlanta plus two hundred. That's sharp money, baby. Those are sharps coming in and betting Atlanta. They're fired up, man. That was a terrible roughing the passer call last week against Tampa Bay. They were coming back. They were going to win that game and save my New Orleans Saints winning the division tickets, but the rest took it out of their hands. It's ridiculous. They're fired up. Guess what? Guess who else is fired up, Greg? I'm fired up because this is my first best bet of the week. Let's go. I'm riding with the Let's Falcons go. at home, man. Falcons at home. Nobody wants to take this pick. Everybody loves San Francisco. Everybody's in love with Jimmy G now. It's time to fall in love with Jimmy G's eyes. And now we're going to start hating him and say, oh, this is a, this is the real Jimmy G. And they're going to be three and three. That land is going to be three and three. And they're actually going to win this game. Kyler Pitts is back and practicing. Things are happening. Is he going to catch this year? We'll see. We'll see. They got to throw him the ball first. Saints at home. Speaking of throwing the ball, who's going to throw it for the New Orleans at home against Cincinnati, man? Cincinnati needs a win. Two and three at New Orleans. Also two and three. This game really reminiscent to the New England Cleveland game. Like both these teams desperately need this win. Basically a pick them plus one and a half. We have no idea who the quarterback for New Orleans is going to be. Winston might be practicing. Taysom Hill might be the quarterback or the running back or the tight end. Ingram looks healthy. Michael Thomas probably coming back. Landry sat out last week too. I'm sure he'll come back. True. This is a this is a tough game, man. I'm t- I like the Saints. Truth be told, I have a lot of features on the Saints. This would be a nice game for them to to scoop up here. I don't really have any type of lean. I I, I just like the Saints. I needed the Seahawks to win so badly last week. I would have been doing this stream, John, from a beach somewhere <laughs> right now. If, if the Seahawks ended up winning, I think I had a $200 parlay on, was it the Texans, the Seahawks, the Jets, and the Cowboys? Needed it, John. We were up. We were winning that game. And then all of a sudden, Taysom Hill decides to wake up and go absolutely nuclear Listen, and man, score put, four freaking touchdowns. You put your money with Geno Smith. I have no sympathy for you. I know. They battled back, though. They, they had a nice <laughs> touchdown to, to uh, what's his name? Tyler Lockett. That was a nice bomb from Geno Smith. But Look a lot either like way, Wilson. no, no, Russell Wilson. Either way, this week, though, <laughs> I'm going with you. I'm going to Orleans Saints. Home team getting points. In the matchup that I don't think is really that different between these, both these teams, both two and three, both I think underperforming so far this year. Maybe they unlock something with Taysom Hill. Cincinnati just looks weird. They can't get Jamar Chase going. They can't get Joe Mixon going. You know, uh, Joe Burrow, people went bonkers for Joe Burrow. They were drafting him so high in fantasy football this year. Dude, what was this? What's the stat? He had 60% of his fantasy points in the last like three weeks of the season. Like, he went 
he went on an insane run at the end of the season and into the playoffs and made it all the way to the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. He wasn't good during the regular season. He's not good during the regular season again this year. I don't think it's that surprising that Cincinnati's two and three right now. The Saints, to me, are a little bit more surprising because I thought their defense would be a little bit better. And granted, you know, Winston's hurt and a lot of their people are Kamara's in and out of the lineup. Michael Thomas is hurt again. He's been hurt for three years now, it feels like. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. The Saints, to me, I feel like it's a real desperation game for them. They're at home. They're getting points. Give me the Saints. All right. Feeling good about that game. That makes me feel a lot better about it. This one is also going to be a tough one, in my opinion. The Baltimore Ravens, three and two. Might be the worst, might be the worst feelings around a three and two team around the whole league. Again, the Jets are sitting at three and two. We're on top of the world. Baltimore sitting at three and two. Everyone's saying this is exactly why you don't extend Lamar Jackson. Ravens are in shambles. Facts. <laughs> They're minus five and a half. They're road favorites by almost a touchdown at the Giants. Giants <laughs> plus five and a half. Greg shaking your head. What's your, what's your initial thought here? Dude, this is, this was going to be my other one of my missing pick of the week. How are the Giants five and a half point underdogs at home? Four they're and four Giants. and one. Yeah. They're four and one. Saquon Barkley looks like he hasn't missed a beat. He looks just as good as everyone said he was going to be coming out of college. Daniel Jones is, I don't know. I don't know what Daniel Jones is, but he's a winner. He's winning. He's four and one. Dude, give me the Giants as a best bet. I'm riding the New York teams. I'm taking the Jets as of my hold my nose. I'm taking the Giants as a best bet. Dude, I'm going Giants money line, man. Your mood has changed on the Giants, huh? My mood never really wavered too much, I don't think. All I said one time was that they were going to have a letdown game, and they did have a letdown game. <laughs> I'll find that to the day I die. They let down. They had one touchdown to a backup tight end. <laughs> they still won the game. That's great. And they keep winning. So give me the Giants. We talked about... Teams coming back from London going over. So I think there's going to be points in this one. The Ravens defense has not looked good this season. The Ravens offense has looked pretty good. The Giants just seem find a way to keep winning, man. It's weird. They, it, like last game against Green Bay when they were over in London, they got the ball in the second half and they just drove down the field, kept the ball away from Aaron Rodgers. I think they can do the same thing again this week with Lamar Jackson, keep it out of their hands. And then when Aaron Rodgers came in, he just threw three incompletions. They had to punt the ball. The Giants got the ball back and had another six-minute drive. Like, Dable has them going. They feel confident. People talk about the Giants don't have wide receivers. They don't need wide receivers. They need people that are open six yards down the field that get paid money to catch NFL football. Just catch the freaking ball. I don't care who it is. Catch it. They're fine. Give me the Giants plus five and a half. I fired up with the New York football giants. Uh, I love it. Best bet. Best bet. I, listen, dude, the Ravens are, they've had some frustrating losses, man. They've had some really frustrating yeah. losses. Their secondary has, has looked really bad. But like you said, the giants have nobody to throw to past six yards. And uh, that's where the Ravens weakness that's fine. is. But that's where the Ravens weakness is, is past six. That's yards. true. And they're, I get the Wildcat. I get Danny Jones. But Danny Jones thinks at home. And he's addicted to fumbles. So I'm not as high on you at, on the New York Giants. Uh, they are scrappy, though. I think Dable is coach of the year, by the way. 
Uh, for sure. Bet, if you can find that bet somewhere, lock that in. The Vikings coach has, has a, you know, also a shot at this. If he wins a division as, as a first year head coach after whatever the hell Mike Zimmer left over. And it's basically the same squad. So, uh, both of those I, I like as underdog here to, uh, even though Philly's five and oh, I like both of those coach of the year. Listen, I think the Giants are going to lose this game, but I do think they're going to cover the spread. Uh, also, like we said, also- like we said, the London games, when you come back, the fourth quarter is always close. One possession game. Yeah. Uh, I, I see the Giants flipping up, flipping up, even like having the lead at the end. But then there's all, there's always Lamar Jackson and Justin Tucker. So I, I don't know about five and a half, uh, as dogs. I think they're going to lose this game. I think Baltimore is going to be four and two and everyone's going to forget every single bad thing that the Ravens did this year. And I think the Giants are going to be four and two, which is fine. But I think they're going to cover. I think the Giants are going to cover five. Yeah, to half. your point, they, they have Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the league. They kick a field goal to win the game as time expires. The Giants cover five and a half, no problem. I think they're going to cover this game. All right, last one. Also, wait, one last thing, though. You talk about Daniel Jones and fumbles. One fumble in the season so far. How many interceptions? Two. All right, so he has three turnovers on the year. Three touchdowns only, but hey. I'm a positive Giants guy. I'm not going to talk yeah, bad about him. That's going to be my next question. That's fine. Listen, you, you said it fine. He, he, I don't know what he is, but he's doing it. He's, he's, he's Alex Smith. He's a winner. That's fine. It's fine. He's giving Alex Smith vibes. It's no problem. He's going to lose this game. Uh, I'm not going to be shocked if they keep winning, but listen, I, I, I'll put my stamp on this right now because I'm excited about the Giants winning. I have no issue with the Giants. I just don't believe in the quarterback and they don't have weapons and this is going to get old and stale by the time the, the the season starts rolling so the giants are nice in the regular season but i just don't know if this is sustainable like when we're talking division when we're talking playoffs well we'll see the identity might change we're talking coach of the year stuff so we'll see what happens when it starts getting cold out here but let's move on to this tampa bay at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh might be one of the worst teams in the league. I know. Imagine what the odds were on them to have the worst record going into the season. You should have took it. They had no quarterback. Yeah. We, yeah. Next time, as, as a, t- a note for ourselves next year, if a team that's supposed to be good has no quarterback, we should look into that because it's probably plus four, five, six thousand and they, they have nobody. Literally. They're plus eight and a half coming off. The biggest spread they ever had at plus 14 and a half. Yep. Which wasn't even, never even close versus the best team in the league, the Buffalo Bills. This is now the large, this is now the largest home underdog they've been in 40 years. Okay. Thank you. Cause I was going to say, why does this feel so low? I feel like this should also be like 10 and a half. Yeah. But but back to back games, back to back week, largest spread in 40 years. That's a testament to the Steelers organization, but it's also a testament to how bad this team is. Yeah, TJ Watts not coming back, huh? No, not this week. It's got to be Tampa, huh? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't take out. Listen, I'm gonna say one thing. I don't. I don't think the quarterback is absolute trash. I just think the rest of the team is. Can we say that? Besides the wide receivers, literally. Besides the wide. Besides the wide receivers. And yeah, maybe, I mean, but he's hurt. And Watt, but he's hurt. And and Witherspoon, but he's hurt. Yeah, the defense needs help. The offensive line needs help. Oh People God, in Pittsburgh, we had, uh, was it Tommy Jaggy on two weeks ago, three weeks ago to preview it. 
They do not like Najee Harris. They do not like Matt Canada. People are calling for Matt Canada left and right. I mean, they got to do something. If it's not, if Mike Tomlin doesn't do anything, Mike Tomlin's probably going to be in trouble at the end of the season, which is crazy to say because it would be his first losing season ever. But they look so bad out of really nowhere. They lost Big Ben and now their whole entire team's done. But Big Ben wasn't very good. So like, what gives? It's crazy. But yeah, give me Tampa Bay in this one big. I was thinking about reverse, uh, uh, was it reverse teasering this to like 14 and a half? Interesting. Well, listen, it would be a travesty if, if Tomlin gets fired after one year of being bad with no quarterback. That's really tough. Yeah, they won't. That's really tough. They also, they don't fire coaches. Let's go to this 4 p.m. slate. I will be jumping in elation from the Jets beating Green Bay. You barely be able to, to oh, I won't have a voice. And uh, to be honest with you, I am okay with that because I don't think I'm going to have to pay a lot of attention in the four o'clock games to all these, you know, like for the first time ever, Greg, selfishly, I'm okay with this not being a big slate because I'm really going to only be atten- paying attention to one game. And let's just start there. And it's a 425. And that's the best team in the league, the Buffalo Bills at or other people think is the best team in the league, the Kansas City Chiefs because of Mahomes. Kansas City at home, plus two and a half. That is a wild spread. And let me just talk, just like my, this is my dumb gambling brain and everything I know, right? Because I get that home field advantage isn't what it used to be in most places. I, I totally get that. But let's just say that Arrowhead is a, a, a top five, top ten place to play in the league and therefore still has their minus three. Okay? So you're going to tell me the Buffalo Bills are five and a half on Kansas City on the neutral field here? If you flip over that three, that's crazy, bro. That's insane. That, that makes no sense. Listen, Buffalo has been killer. But they got injuries. They got injuries throughout their secondary, man. They have people coming back, though? I don't know. It's still kind of early in the week. We'll see. Yeah, Tredavious White expected to return to practice this week. But, again, just because he returns to practice doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be well, he hasn't played to play. He hasn't played all year. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot of injuries. So we'll see how that goes. I'm riding with Kansas City at home here, plus two and a half. Where's the public here? Um, it's really not too far any one way. 60% of the money on Kansas City, uh, on the spread. Sure 60% of the that. money to the over. Exactly, yeah. So. Sure. Everyone wants to see It's a high total, 54. I think it might be the highest of the week. Um, you know, I, last I don't know. Last time they played was one of the best games to ever be played, right? Like. Yeah, in the playoffs last year, for sure. Even the regular season matchup that they had, I think last year Kansas City was pretty big favorites. I had Buffalo money line. I think that was the weekend of my sister's wedding. I remember I remember that game was on somewhere when I was walking past. So uh, I think that was last year when they played. Uh, um, dude, I, I love the Chiefs in this one. I mean, I just don't get how they're – I don't get how they're home underdogs. Like To me, that's just insane to say any team on the road is better than – Kansas City at home. And then to your point, the Bills have been banged up. I mean, the Bills looked really good last week, but they played the Steelers. 
<laughs> you know, the couple weeks before that, they were in some knockout drag out games. Miami game was tough. Baltimore game was tough. I think the Kansas City game is going to be just as tough. So why not take a two and a half points? That seems nice. Give me KC. Yeah, it's just funny. I'm I'm also laughing because today I'm like talking about how the Jets are undefeated on the road. I'm like, they went to Cleveland. They went to Pittsburgh. And like, yeah. you know, I'm like trying to hype up Pittsburgh. You're like, you're like, dude, but we'll be Pittsburgh. That doesn't count as a game. So funny. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I'm going KC here. Uh, let's jump to Greg. I don't think this has happened this. Oh, by the way, Kansas City. One of my best bets. I'm riding with Casey because the five, the line doesn't make sense. So I have to take it. Buffalo's not like five that. and a half. Um, Buffalo's not five and a half on a neutral field. So that's, that just, I have to go there. And let's jump to our last best bet of the, of the slate here for me and you. And we are on the same side. I think the first time this year. And I'll it's funny that. because I, I thought I was going to be a genius here for a second by going with the dog. Being the one and four Carolina Panthers plus ten and a half at the Rams. Rams banged up. Carolina, Matt rules out. You know, new regime here, but Baker Mayfield's also out and Sam Darnold's still out and they're going with PJ Walker. And you're going to go, Oh, PJ Walker. He, you know, that's a name I recognize. He plays all the time. This Carolina Panthers team stinks, man. They're not going to get up for PJ Walker. The Rams, remember how I teased in the beginning. I found this trend. Teams go desperate going into the bye week. The Los Angeles Rams are going into a bye week next week. They desperately need to be 500, three and three to have any type of chance at this division here to make the run. This is going to be a killer. Ten and a half, no problem. They want you to take Carolina. I thought I was smart. Everybody's on Carolina. Everybody, Greg. It's insane. We talked about this pre pre show. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. <laughs> I couldn't believe it because I thought I was, I thought I, I was taking. I'm taking the Rams as well. I thought I was being Joe Public with the Rams for all the reasons you said. Interim coach PJ Walker, PJ Walker, PJ Washington, or whoever who's playing quarterback for them. Their third string guy Corral. I was like, where's him? I forgot he's on the IR. Like they are decimated at quarterback, man. I don't know who's gonna be backing up uh for them this week. All the money is time, baby. I can't wait till he comes back like in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> All the money is on Carolina. Ninety four percent of the money's on them. The money's kind of split on the over under fifty five percent to the over forty and a half. But then again, eighty percent of the money is on the Carolina plus three seventy five. The Rams have not looked good this season. But they're definitely way better than Carolina, especially at home. Like, I think Cooper Cup, who's going to cover Cooper Cup? I think this defense gets rocking and rolling. I just think, you know, a lot, a lot's been said. I've said a lot about the Rams offensive line issues. I don't think it's going to matter this week. I don't think that, who are the Panthers rushing? I don't think they're rushing anyone good. I don't think they have a great defense. Dude, give me the Rams all the way, minus 10 and a half, especially because only 6% of the Money is on the Rams. I love that, man. I absolutely love that. Double best bet there. Double best bet. It is our first double best bet of the season. Let's go. Last game of the slate of the one and fours. Arizona at Seattle. And boy, do I hate this game. I hate Geno Smith. (laughs) All right. 
I think they they have no defense. They have no running back now. Well, even Homer's out, right? It's just Kenneth, the Kenneth Walker show, and he's coming off an injury, the rookie from Michigan State. Yeah, he was pretty good last week. This game's going to stink, man. Arizona, I can't stand them. But, yo, DeAndre Hopkins coming back next week. Yeah, waiting in the wings. Dude, I, I actually, you know, dude, I think Arizona's going to kill Seattle. i gonna be honest with you. I think it's going to be a kick. Uh, uh, they're going to crush on 3-3. Like, Seattle's not good. I know they, they get into shootouts, uh, but they have no running back. And Dino Smith never does anything back-to-back. He just has sporadic wins here and there. He had a killer game last week. Dude, you said that every game. He's had a killer game every week. No, he hasn't. Every week. Okay, let's go through. Let's go through. I dare, I dare you to find me a week. It wasn't a killer week for Geno Smith, not like for Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes. But for Geno Smith, the guy who couldn't make it in the league all of a sudden out of nowhere is now absolutely dominating one of the highest scoring offenses. Yeah, but he's definitely getting touchdowns. He's keeping the turnovers down, but he's not winning ball games, man. Okay. All right, so I think he's going to lose. I think he's going to lose to the Arizona Cardinals by a lot. That's it. Right. <laughs> I think I, I think Arizona's going to crush him. I think Kyler Murray's good. Uh, I think Seattle sticks. What do they do that's good? They give up a ton of points. They don't win games, and then without a running game, I just don't. I just don't trust Geno Smith to just keep to to ever win shootouts. And you know, here's another one. I just think he's going to lose to Arizona. Arizona needs this win. They're going to be three and three. DeAndre Hopkins coming in. Seattle's going to be two and four. That looks right to me. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, dude, <laughs> bro, oh my God. Geno Smith's lowest quarterback rating this season is 80.2. Last week, he was a 139.7. The week before that, he was 132.6. Three touchdowns last week, two touchdowns the week before. 270 yards last week, 320 yards the week before. Maybe I'm talking myself up because I just picked him up in Dynasty and I'm starting him this week. Maybe I'm talking them up because I'm taking them plus two and a half points at home. I don't think the Arizona Cardinals are very good. I think that they start slow. They stink at home. So the only shot they really have here is that it's a road game for them. I forgot to look and see if Call of Duty has an out, an update or a new map out or something like that. Cause I was going to bet it. I'm definitely betting against them if that's the case. Dude, Seattle plus two and a half at home. The 12th man get that stadium rocking. I don't know. Something weird about Seattle. I just feel like it's going to be close. I yeah. I just think it's going to be close. I think yeah. Seattle's going to have like a 14-point lead at half. And then in the second half, see, it's just going to be back and forth. It's going to be close at the yeah. end. Two and a half kind of stings because you're not getting the field goal on the hook. But give me Seattle on the points at this one. I should selfishly bet Arizona because I do. Seattle's my other team to have the worst record. I need them to start losing. So... <laughs> But I just <laughs> think it's going to be close, so give me the points. Yeah, I like Arizona here. Division game. Yeah. Sunday Night Football. Dallas Cowboys 4-1 and one at the Philadelphia Eagles. Well done, Sunday Night Football, getting this game. Minus 4.5 for the Eagles. That seems like a lot of points for me, man. That seems like a lot of points. I don't know who's going to be the quarterback of Dallas. And that kind of worries me because my dumb gambling brain knows one thing. Cooper Rush is going to have a terrible game. And that's how Dak Prescott's going to get back in the mix. 
This can't keep happening. This can't, they can't keep winning games and then put Dak Prescott in. Something has to give. And I can yeah. just see the Eagles being six and zero, and the world is going absolutely crazy. I get to, are the Phillies up right now. I hope so, John. I need the Phillies <laughs> to win so bad. <laughs> okay, because I think I think right now the Phillies. Oh, they're down two zero. They're down two zero. I, th- I think I just that think, live. I think they're gonna go. I think they're gonna be six and zero, and everyone's gonna go nuts. So then it's just gonna be like, hey, who they beat? They beat Cooper Rush because. We were talking about Seattle. I didn't want to bring it up, but like sometimes it matters who you play. Like yeah. Geno Smith played Denver. We know that Denver stinks now. He played San Francisco. Scored oh, seven. they haven't played anyone. Scored seven points. Atlanta. That's what he did well. At Detroit, killed them. At the Saints, like yeah, that was an impressive uh, game last week. No doubt about it. I don't know. I love the Dallas O line. Yeah, who's Philly played though? Who's Philly beat? I don't know. Because that's a knock, that's a knock on them. That's a knock on them all week. I'll look it up real quick. That's the knock on them is that they haven't played anyone either and they're not going to play anyone. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. They beat the, they beat beat the the Lions. Oh yeah. They beat the Lions, the Vikings, the Commanders, the Jaguars, the Cardinals. Tough. They beat the Vikings and they were home against the Vikings and Kirk Cousins in prime time stinks and they got them at night and they absolutely killed them and they embarrassed them. It made Justin Jefferson look stupid with his golden gloves and all the Listen, jazzy stuff he had going I gotta, on. I gotta tell you a secret, bro. They're not playing. They're not gonna play anyone. Listen I know they have the easiest schedule in NFL. They're playing the Cowboys this week, Steelers at the Texans, Commanders at the Colts. I mean, yeah, why do you think I haven't bet them to win the Super Bowl preseason? Forget that. They should be. They, they're, they're obviously gonna have the best record this year. This is crazy, dude. They don't play anyone. Packers, the hard, Titans, the, Giants, the har- Bears. <laughs> the hardest remaining team on their schedule is the Packers and the Titans. I think of the Giants twice. That's true. And they got the you Cowboys. kept talking about you kept talking about the Giants. You know whatever they got going on, wearing off. They got them in December. They got them in January. So maybe the Daniel Jones, Brian Dable thing gets figured out by then, or maybe not. And those are tough games. And then true, they have two tough games against the Giants late in the season. Cowboys late in the season, dude. Giants at Philly on January 8th is an insane game, especially if the Eagles don't need the, especially if the Eagles have the division uh, locked up. It's all division games, right? The last game of the season. Yeah. I love that they do that. I think we did the Dolphins. Love that they do that. I, I, I love it and hate it at the same time. Love it. Let's jump to, are you taking the Eagles? I'm taking Dallas. I'm taking Dallas on the contingent. I'm hoping to do this. Might give me my contingent pick of the week if Michael Parson plays. He's the best player in football. We said it last week. That was the other thing we talked about. We said that was one thing I learned too. I talked about it on the show and I was screaming it in the group chat during the week or on Sunday. The Dallas defense is just as good as San Francisco. The Dallas defense is good. And we're talking about, we're talking about killing the Rams O line. Yeah. They killed the Rams. Philly obviously has a good O-line. Philly can run the ball. Jalen Hurts is looking awesome this year. But, dude, Micah Parsons is insane. So if he plays, I'm taking Dallas. Just because I think, too, there's some weird effect. Like, uh, I don't know. It's a little soon to be talking about the Mets. But, like, when Jacob DeGrom pitches, <laughs> it's like we don't hit the ball. Like, when Cooper rushes in, the whole team is like, we have to play out of our minds for us to win this game. Tony Pollard's breaking 50-yard runs. 
you know, CeeDee Lamb's making incredible one-handed catches. This team is playing out of their mind. Michael Parsons is is on the sideline getting treatment and, you know, on the bike. And then the next minute he's in getting game-winning sacks. Like, they play out of their minds when Cooper Rush is in there. So I think if it's Cooper Rush, I think if Michael Parsons is playing, I like Dallas plus four and a half on Sunday night. All right, I'm going with the Eagles. I think this is Cooper Rush's last game. Everyone's yeah. going to be crazy on the Eagles. Last game, Monday night. Your Denver. Let's ride, Broncos. Led by Russell Wilson. Getting injections after the game, Greg. The Warrior will do anything oh, to stay on the field. He's so tough. Plus five and a half at the LA Chargers. Chargers minus five and a half. I'll tell you one thing. Another game where the Chargers are at home and everyone's going to say, haha, Chargers have no home field. No Denver fans, no self-respecting Denver fan is traveling after what they saw last week. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah. Um, we're Are you trying to take the Chargers? A little inside. Yeah, definitely taking the Chargers. A little inside, uh, inside baseball behind the scenes stuff. We're trying to work on like getting a Denver, uh, person to come on and talk about the Denver Jets matchup for the Knicks, Jets, et cetera podcast. And I started looking at Denver teams, Twitter accounts. Dude, it is tough in Denver land right now. <laughs> a mile high country is having a tough time <laughs> with the Russell Wilson experience. Like you love it, uh, huh? Oh, well, I mean, I saw it coming 10 miles away. I was all over. I got John. I got flamed for a year last year about yeah. Russell Wilson stinking. And now everyone is enjoying what I've seen with these eyes yep. for years now. Facts. Facts. Russell Wilson stinks. We all know it now. It's obvious <laughs> to everyone. I'm taking the Chargers. There's no way the Denver Broncos are be, are going to be competitive in this football game. And I know as a gambler saying that out loud, I mean, my palms sweat a little bit because it means probably Denver's going to win this game outright. But, dude, Eckler's looked incredible. The Chargers have looked good. I have Mike Williams on the fantasy team. He's been great. Keenan Allen, I know, is not playing or whatever. Dude, the the offense just seems to figure it out. The defense hasn't been that good because they've been injured. Chargers have a ton of injuries, but they're still able to make it work. They're three and two. They're in second place in this division. This is another big time divisional game for them. Mm-hmm. I like the Chargers on Monday night, man. Minus five and a half. Another head coach, though. Two head coaches that make weird decisions that people question Hacking. all week long. Hacking on Monday night, dude. Poor guy. Dude, primetime Denver. I don't know, man. They they got railroaded by the NFL with this the schedule that they have. This it's is supposed it's to be tough. a sick game. This is supposed to be a sick game right here, right? Division game, Broncos, Russell Wilson, Herbert in the SoFi. This is supposed to be a sick game, man. But- I also just have visions of what was the chart was the Chargers Chiefs. That primetime game, was it Thursday night game, whatever, a couple weeks ago, where I thought I was on the right side and then Herbert got hurt. And I was like, oh, this is an easy one. And then they end up coming back and scoring a garbage time touchdown to backdoor cover. I just have visions of that. So I feel like the Chargers, something weird is going to happen where they end up covering late. So like I said, I love the Chargers. You talked about last week. You can't bet on Denver. I've been saying it for a while. I can't bet on Denver. I can't. Monday night, Johnny, I'm with you. Johnny primetime, Chargers, Chargers, Chargers. 
I can't do it anymore. All right. Tease the Hail Mary parlay. And I'll just start there, man. Because it's Perfect. all J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets for me right now. And so I'm going with the all Jets money line parlay, which means these are the six games that need to go right for the Jets in order for the perfect week. And if that happens, it's plus 13,600. That's the Jets to win outright, obviously. The Browns to beat the Patriots. The Chiefs to beat the, the, the Bills. The Giants to beat the Ravens for some wild card stability here. The Saints to win and the Vikings to win. At this point, if all of these things happen, Greg, the Jets are stamped, official, in stone, in the hunt, in this year, 2022, of our Lord. They are officially in the hunt. So you, you were saying the Jets are in the hunt with uh was it Alex and Tsunami on the recap episode this week. You're talking about the Jets being in the hunt. We're in fifth place. We're in the we're in the playoffs. We're not even in the hunt right now. The Jets are in the playoffs right now. If they started today, I know it's week five, so it's ridiculous. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Well, let's we're, go. We're, we're, we're we are stamped in stone in the hunt. If all these things happen this week, if all these things happen in December, we'll be in the hunt no matter what. No matter, yeah, like because dude, this this is the crazy this is the craziest part of the Jets schedule. And then because, you know, going in, you know, we had all these hard road games, the AFC North, which we split. And now we go to Green Bay. We win this game. We go to Denver next week. This Jets team is, could be for real, for real. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we said going into the season, the first half of the schedule, I mean, is insane. So and we're doing well. We Packers, so. Broncos, Patriots, Bills, Patriots. So. About to hit the gauntlet. Give me your Hail Mary parlay. I love it. I love the parlay. I will be taking it this Sunday because I got, as you say, hopium through the roof. Dude, my Hail Mary parlay is short and sweet. Something that I just need to get a win on the board. I need to get a win. Last year, I hit one week and it was enough to cover. This isn't enough to cover all season, so I will need another if I'm going to go positive on the year, but... We're sitting here week six. I need something. So give me the Giants money line against the Ravens, the Seahawks money line against the Cardinals, and the Chiefs money line against the Bills. Those are three home teams that have been playing for the Giants and the Chiefs very well. For the Seahawks, the offense has been playing good, but the defense hasn't been. All underdogs, all getting plus money. That's a three-team parlay to go plus fourteen hundred, a hundred and fourteen hundred dollars. That gets me almost to. That gets me eighty percent of the way done on the season. I absolutely love that. It's just an easy three-teamer, nothing too crazy on my hail mary parlay. Last week I was pretty close with it. I felt like again trying to go short and sweet. Um, Seattle let me down last week. I'm hoping Seattle doesn't let me down again this week. We'll see. If so, I have to I have to stop Ben Seattle. So, yeah, I, I I fear that's coming down the pipe for you. Okay, what's your teaser of the week? My teaser is all unders and one over. Ooh. 
switching. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't find spreads that I was really liking on the tease wise. Mm-hmm. It was either way too many points or just it wasn't working right for me. So instead, the unders have been hitting so far in prime time. So I'm going back to the prime time under. Well, I'm going the under and the Commanders Bears on Thursday night. 43 and a half teased with six points. The under and the Broncos Chargers, 51 and a half. The under and the Cowboys Eagles, 48 and a half. And then I threw a couple other in, a couple other ones in here that I just think Carolina Panthers and the Rams under 46 and a half. The Jaguars and the Colts under 48 and a half. Both those games, I feel like the offenses haven't been too impressive so far this season. And then one game that, again, I, I might be taking this out because I have so much now riding on Seattle. The over in the Cardinals-Seattle game, over 45 and a half, tees down from 40, from 51 and a half to 45 and a half. That's a six-team teaser, six-point teaser, plus 500. Overs and unders, baby. Right. I'm an unders guy, by the way. Chip Murphy7 on the college, we talk about it. He was an unders guy for like a week. He can't do it. He can't tough it out. I think the unders are just as exciting as the overs. All right, so I have a can't-lose four-team teaser parlay. Okay. Can't lose. It's plus 150. You literally cannot lose it. Ah, yeah, this is a gimme. You can't lose it. You ready? I'm ready because I'm betting. I mean, this is 150. It's nothing. I have to hit it. I just need to hit it. It's the Jets plus 15. Okay. It's Kansas City plus 10.5. Okay. Pittsburgh Bucks under 51 and a half. And the okay. Ravens Giants over 36 and a half. It's plus 150. I just want a winner. Just give me a winner. I'm going to take that for like three units. And I'm just going to hit a nice winner. And I'm going to look at my account later. And I'm going to be happy. I'm like, oh, where did this money come from? Oh, I took a sick teaser. And I put on it because this doesn't hit. I think I'm, I think I have to get off the teaser life. Because uh, I just need a winner in the teasers. I just need a winner in the teasers. I'll put it that way. I'm adding the uh, the Steelers under to my teaser. Because I like that a lot. I just don't think the Steelers can score many points. And that bumps it up from plus 500 to plus 700. Especially against the Bucks. All right. Let's do our wrap-up. Let's get the hell out of here. I love it. Great Thursday week. night. Go ahead. Oh, great week. Last week, uh, we were pretty even, one and two on the best bets. You were eight and eight. I was seven and nine. Overall in the season right now, I'm 36 and 44. You're 43 and 37. I'm six and nine on my best bets. You're eight and seven. So you're killing me on the the week to week and the best bets. Still a lot of games though left. I got to make a little up a little ground. I hope I'm going to do some this week. All right. Washington. Thursday night, plus one and a half at the Bears. What do you got? Washington. I'm riding with the Bears here. You got San Francisco, minus five and a half at Atlanta. What are you doing? Five and oh, Atlanta goes to six and oh. Give me Atlanta. Best bet for me. New England, plus two and a half at the Cleveland Browns, dude. What's going on here? What do you got? New England and the points. Dude, my best bet. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns. I, I, they, they're going to, they have to kill them. It only makes sense in my brain. Plus seven and a half, New York Jets in Lambeau Field. The frozen tundra. Give me the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 
Aaron Rodgers' thumb. Who knows what's mm-hmm. going on with his thumb? What do you got? The Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jacksonville Jaguars. Line makes absolutely no damn sense. Plus one and a half at the Indianapolis Colts. So they beat every single week, every single year. And we say, oh, my God, how do we not know? What do you got? Jacksonville, you convinced me. Jacksonville Jaguars. It has to be, man. It has to be. It doesn't make any sense. Get the Minnesota Vikings staring at a bye next week. Minus three and a half playing against Thompson? Plus three and a half for Miami? Tyler? What do you got? This is my one of my missing pick of the week. I'm going Minnesota minus three and a half. It makes no sense. So you have to take it. <laughs> it has to be, man. I can't believe everyone's on Miami. Cincinnati minus one and a half. At New Orleans, who knows who's going to be the quarterback? It's Taysom Hill. Is it Drew Brees? Is it Jameis Winston? <laughs> who knows anymore? What do you got? Andy Dalton and the New Orleans Saints. Right, Saints go more. Rocket. <laughs> Red Rocket. Ravens. Minus five and a half at the New York football Giants. Four and one. DJ at home. Catching five and a half. It moved up to six, by the way, live right now. What do you got? I, I missed it before. Minnesota is my first best bet of the week. The New York football giants are my second best bet of the week. Let's go. I got Ravens to win, Giants to cover. Tampa, minus eight and a half at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh Steelers might be the worst team in the league. What do you got? I got Tampa Bay, minus eight and a half. Has to be. Carolina Panthers, no head coach, no quarterback. TJ with PJ Walker making his third start of the year at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams minus ten and a half, looking at a bye, desperate for a win. My best bet going for the Rams. Greg, I heard it's your best bet as well. Yeah, this is a double stone cold lead pipe lock. Los Angeles Rams, double best bet, boys. Double best bet. Love it. Love it. Love it. On to the 4 p.m.s. Arizona at Seattle. Seattle plus two and a half. Division game. Seattle, man. Give me Geno Smith starting in Dynasty. Starting here for me. Putting real money on him. Seattle plus two and a half. Disgusting. I'll take Arizona. Buffalo. Four and one against Kansas City Chiefs. This could be the AFC championship game. Best game of the week. Plus two and a half. Kansas City at home makes no damn sense. Best bet. Kansas City. What do you got? Kansas City as well. Makes no sense, dude. Dallas, plus four and a half at Philly. Undefeated Philly. Cooper Rush needs to open that door for Dak Prescott. I got the Eagles in a route. What do you got? If Michael Parson plays, I'm going with Dallas. Give me the points. All right. Last game of the week, Monday night. Broncos country riding into SoFi. Minus five and a half. What do you got, Greg? We know what you got. L.A. Chargers. I will never bet the Denver Broncos on here ever again. Okay, so we'll ride with the Chargers. And that wraps it up for Week 6 NFL on Winning Picks Weekly. Knicks, comment, Jets, comment, ETC, period, on our YouTube. Please like and subscribe. Hit us with that comment. Five-star review on Apple, Spotify, Twitch, or Amazon. Twitch, Stitcher, name it. We name you. We are there. Oh, Google, Amazon, Alexa, <laughs> Google Play. We're everywhere podcasts are available. I like to say that because there are so many damn places podcasts are available nowadays. So again, Winning P Weekly on Twitter. We chop it up there. We give out our picks. We talk about what we we're talking about. College football episode coming out later this week with Chip Murphy Seven. You can follow him on Twitter as well. We'll see you guys next week for a lot more NFL betting because the season's just getting started.
people that are out there saying that we're a quarter of the way through. No, we're not. It's just getting started, damn it. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, Jets. Yeah. J-E-T-S. Jets. Jets. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything from t-shirts and jeans to sweatshirts and jackets. And of course, their legendary best hoodie ever. So you can fill your wardrobe with the pieces that will get you through your spring days, like the lightweight joggers and pullovers in the French Terry collection or the rich and polished premium slub crew tee. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, American Giant makes something that's sure to be your next closet go-to. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Find a closet staple for every part of your day at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use Staple 20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20.